0: I wasn't exactly sure what to call this episode. I was either going to call it Unconditional Love, or I was going to call it Count Your Calories, You Fucking Fat Ass. I mean it. It's 2.45, Houston, Texas, Sunday. Energy is rolling. Monthly income, monthly energy Always appreciating in value. A lot of chubby little uh, chubby little people here in Houston, and, you know, it's because they don't count their fucking calories and they are eating too many carbs. We know this. Common sense, okay? I'm starting to get cut. I'm starting to cut up. Fat is evaporating. I follow a lot of fitness models, you know? I'm not even, like at a level to give advice on that but like follow the fitness models you absorb their vibrations literally literally I spend at least three to six hours a week following fitness models guys who want to who are at where I want to be at the ideal male physique in my opinion for me wide 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 chest back and shoulders Huge shoulders, mountains, you know, thick, full biceps, you know, sexy triceps wrapping around perfectly in a perfect arc, you know, very, very, very tight waist cut, tapered, V-cut, ultimate V, right? Um, Simeon Panda has the V, although I don't like the way his chest looks. He looks like he's kind of has boobies. But Simeon has everything else that I like, wide and uh, narrow. Jay Cutler, in my opinion, the most aesthetic bodybuilder, period. Not the biggest shoulders, not the tallest guy either. Um, You know, he was a four-time Mr. Olympia, okay? This guy is a professional. 3% body fat, are you kidding me? The dude is fucking nasty ripped. Um, Phil Heath. Man, I love Phil Heath's shoulders and arms, and, you know, he's just so wide. You know, I think Jay is more aesthetic, but, man, Phil has just got monster, monster fucking shoulders. I love it. He's just so thick. It's ridiculous, you know. The way he can put on muscle is insane. Okay, that's enough of that. Subway is doing a promo on the oven-roasted chicken, which is my favorite sandwich. They're only $5 right now, so I might be going twice a day. I love that shit. Put it on a flatbread, spinach, olives, maybe sometimes pickles or jalapeno, sometimes onions and cucumbers, whatever, tomatoes. I like the Caesar. I like light mayo. I like sometimes um, southwest, but I try to keep it more light. And uh, it depends. You put cheese on it. That's another 100 calories. You you switch from wheat bread to flatbread, that's another 200 calories. This shit matters. Okay? You put that kind of dressing on there, savory, that's probably another 100 calories, 60 to 100 calories. Okay? You don't realize it adds up fast. Unconditional love. Um... I'm reconnected to uh my ex girlfriend uh you know I'd like to date her again. I don't want to mention her name just yet. I don't know that she really wants that kind of attention um, you know just an ultra loving person and very complimentary to me. you know I need to have that kind of feminine counterpart. I usually am more successful when I have a love interest because. It's almost like an additional layer of motivation that a lot of people are not tapping into. Whether or not you're in a relationship, you have a significant other or not, um, how you treat them is very much a reflection of how you're going to treat yourself. And if you can make them feel like lit up, beaming, I like that word, beaming, just ultra light, happy, happy as can be, just light them up with your words. And the fact that you actually care to figure out what their preferences are, you know, and you want to, I mean, it's like, the masculine is like, I know what I want, and I want what I want, and I am extremely decisive. But the feminine is like, but I want to figure out what's best for you, what's best for us, and then, you know, what's best for the relationship, right? So that comes with what's the appropriate reaction. What's the amount of space I should give you? You know, how can I let you know I'm there for you and I always enjoy talking with you, but I don't want to come across as overdoing it? What's the right balance of being like a loving male figure? It could be fatherly, could be brotherly, like, you know, like fun, like friends, could be romantically. You know, we kind of are attracted to all of those relationships simultaneously, a nurturing, a friendly, a supportive, maybe even a rivalry. You know, just keep each other sharp, happy, motivated, and loved, okay? What's the balance of being a loving person without being a fucking bitch, okay? Too many guys are a little bit overly sensitive, too much estrogen. It's not attractive, y'all. Okay, there's a fine line that doesn't mean be a dick unnecessarily. That just means understand the energy, okay? But, I mean, there are feminine guys, there are masculine women, I mean, this or that, but I prefer to be on the hyper-masculine side, and I'm aware of my feminine side as well. I can switch them interchangeably, but uh, by default and my preference is I like to be in charge you know but i care enough to let go of the reins you know what i mean and try not to control the other person i sometimes you want to sometimes you really want to control them and uh force your way but um some girls allow it like water sign zodiacs i don't know if you're you know whatever but They usually just do whatever the fuck I tell them to do, but after a while, I get bored. So, you know, I need someone who demands respect. Otherwise, I'm going to use them and abuse them. You know what I mean? And that's usually what what I do. But this one is different. This one is someone I could see, you know, longevity with. And uh you know, I think we're at a at a good place to where we can reconnect and see where it goes, although, look, there's no expectation, you know it might timing still might not be right. It could. I feel like it is more right now than it ever was, um, but that means it's okay to say no to me. That means I want this, but only if you want it, and if you don't want it, that's okay. right? So sometimes it's good to follow a command with an option to say no. Otherwise, it comes across as too forceful. Anyways, it's Sunday. I'm fucking lighting it up. I've, the last three days in a row have been red days. That means I get to circle the calendar in red. If I did what I was supposed to do, if I actually performed and produced above and beyond what I normally do, and I know I can say, yeah, today was a success, That's what it means. Red is success. No red is you fucked up. Okay, the goal is every fucking day for the rest of my life is red, red day. Okay, obviously I'll go on nice vacations because if I'm red every day, I'll have fuck tons of money. Don't you understand? It'll change dynamically at different income levels, at different passive flows. But um, you should aspire to be red more often than not okay, none of y'all are red, none of y'all fucking have what it takes, most of y'all are pussies, most of these guys are emotional, you know, fucking she-males, you need to step it up, okay, okay.